Now, researchers at University College London have just delivered the first results from their happiness project. And the papers have duly reported why small amounts of joy could be the secret to happiness in life. A growing number of researchers are focusing on short-term cheeriness, which they say matters more than your broader life contentment. Now, I'm sure that research is useful, and I'm not suggesting that joy in what the newspaper calls the minutiae of life is not good for us. If all of that helps scientists and psychologists understand mental health better, then it is absolutely invaluable research. But it's Christmas, and I don't know about you, but I don't want small amounts of joy. I want gobsmackingly huge, jaw-dropping, render-me-speechless moments of joy. Surely a small moment of joy today is that moment when a parent sees their child face up with the toy they always wanted, only to notice that the box says, say it all together, batteries not included. <laughs> but of course, these days, it might just as well see, does not say, does not come free charged. And apparently, if you have been lucky enough to unwrap this morning an Xbox, you need to run some software updates before you can play it, which apparently take hours. Now, just think about that for a moment. It's a brand new thing, and you have to run a download before you can play it. I think in my world, that's a bit like buying a jumper and then having to sew it together before you can wear it. No, today we want more than a fleeting moment of joy and the short-term cheeriness that the researchers at UCL have identified. And that is the type of the great joy is what was announced to the shepherds. I bring you good news that will cause great joy for all people. Today in the town of David, a saviour has been born to you. He is the Messiah, the Lord. Great joy is promised to us today. The birth of a baby is announced, a saviour, the Messiah, the Lord. Announced by crowds of angels, the celebration of heavenly joy breaking through to earth. The joy at the birth of Jesus offers is much more than mere moments of happiness or pleasure. I struggle to imagine that the shepherds would have been quite so willing to risk their livelihoods by abandoning their flocks, rushing to Bethlehem to track down a baby with only the merest basic direction, if the angels had promised, I bring you good, no good news that will cause small amounts of joy and short-term cheeriness. <laughs> we can learn a lot from this encounter between the angels and the shepherds about this joy-inducing good news. First of all, it came out of the blue. I'm sure the shepherds had not anticipated being confronted with a sky full of angels that night or the need to go searching for a baby. Joy can often greet you in the spontaneity of a get-together with friends or the suddenness of something as simple as a spectacular sunset. And it certainly broke into what would have otherwise been a very ordinary night for the shepherds. This Christmas, never underestimate God's ability to surprise you and to amaze you. Despite what many may think, the Christian life is not a humdrum experience existence of inevitable boredom. 
even if we have been a Christian for many years, we should remain open to him doing something that makes us go, wow. It wasn't just the announcement from the angels. Let's be honest. On one level, if we said there was going to be an announcement from heaven, it being made by angels shouldn't really come as a surprise. But everything about it was a shock. It was given to lowly shepherds, described in that carol we sang a few moments ago as poor shepherds. They were the bottom rung in society. The message was given, given in an obscure rural setting and a sign that they had to look for this incredible baby was that not that he was in a palace, but in a manger. The majesty of heaven was given in the form of a helpless human baby. Probably the most surprising aspect of all. And secondly, the shepherds went out hunting for him. They were not satisfied knowing that the baby was out there somewhere. They resolved to go and find him. They wanted to see him. The angels themselves, surprising and wonderful though they were, they were merely signs pointing in the right direction. They weren't the good news themselves. Let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that has happened, which the Lord has told us about, the shepherds said. They had been given just scant directions of how to find the baby. We don't know how many places they had to look before they found a baby in a manger. But what they had seen and heard from the angels was enough to ignite their desire to take the risk, to, to satisfy their yearning to find the source of the promised joy. Charles Wesley picks up this theme of longing and joy being interlinked in the Advent hymn we sang a few weeks ago. He describes Jesus, hope of all the earth thou art, dear desire of every nation, joy of every longing heart. The shepherds found him and later the magi did too. They too chose to follow the star that signposted them in search of the baby. The journey into the Christian faith may not start with a visit from angels or the noticing of a star, but the promise of finding him is the same for everybody. The promise that the great joy of humanity can be found is for all who seek him. If there is something or somebody who is signposting you to search for the great joy on offer, do not resist. Set out to find it. Set out to find him and expect God to make you go wow. In Jeremiah 29, 13, we read, you will seek me and you will find me when you seek me with all of your heart. The shepherds and the magi put a lot of effort into finding the baby. And their, their reward was to find him. Joy, real joy, the great joy on offer in him, is more than just a feeling and more than just a hedonistic consumption of pleasure. The great joy induced by this good news is found in who the baby was. He was, just as the angels announced, the Saviour, the Messiah, the Lord. In him is the salvation of all who turn to him. He is the greatest gift at Christmas. He is the source of all joy. Surprised by Joy is C.S. Lewis's autobiographical book, 
describing his life and journey into Christianity. And for those who know a little bit about C.S. Lewis, it is coincidence that his, na- his wife was called Joy. The book was written before he was married. The book starts off as a journey searching for Joy as he had experienced it as an emotional sensation. But once he became a Christian, he says, to tell you the truth, the subject of joy has lost nearly all interest to me. I know that the experience considered as a state of my own mind had never had the kind of importance I once gave it. It was valuable only as a pointer to something other and outer. Lewis sees joy when described as an emotional sensation, as only a signpost pointing at the greater reality that is joy in God. Once he had found Jesus, the joy that he thought he was searching for was no longer his objective. And before this encounter, I wonder what the shepherds would have answered if you had asked them what would bring you joy. How would you answer I hope you have had joy this morning in opening your gifts. Perhaps a reminder of how much somebody loves you. There is nothing wrong with that. But at this Christmas, there is an offer of something much, much more. The birth of Jesus represents a greater, deeper sense of joy that fulfills an inner longing that cannot be satisfied by anything or anybody else. This Christmas, I encourage you, Search for the great joy the angels announce and the shepherds hurry to. We have spent Advent with the message from Romans 15, 13 emblazoned across the front of the building and on our posters and invitations. May the God of hope fill you with all joy and peace. These three things can only be found in the baby in Bethlehem in ways that far surpass anything the world can offer. This Christmas, he may surprise you and confront you in a moment you least expect. But if you search for him, if you search for that baby as the shepherds and the kings did, he will be found. Amen.